0: With the money you save by switching to Bel Air Direct, maybe you could finally replace that car-busted car speaker. Switch your car and home insurance and save. It's that simple. Bel Air Direct. Conditions apply. Dell Technologies provides growing businesses with tools to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel V Pro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 310-DELL. How small is the minority of Canadians who think the Rogers-Shaw merger will actually be good for competition? Really small, like 4% small. That should probably be the end of the debate, but it doesn't seem to be. If you're part of the vast majority of Canadians who know that the deal will actually hurt competition and cost jobs in Canada, then visit killthedeal.ca and help get the word out that Canadians deserve better. Data collected in a survey conducted by Angus Reid July 20th to 22nd, 2022. Paid for by Kill the Deal Coalition. When we heard Ignite was Rogers' fastest home internet, we knew it was made for us. Kids, we just started streaming that new show. Lily, come on down. Mom, I told you, I'm doing research for school. You know we follow your account, right? Cute new post. Be right down. Get our fastest Ignite internet backed by our Wi-Fi satisfaction guarantee. Starting at $64.99 for a limited time. Visit rogers.com or a local store for details. TSN 1050, listen anywhere. Stream your favorite shows on your smart speaker. Simply tell your smart speaker to listen to TSN 1050 everywhere you
1: want it. I don't know if it's a tradition on Halloween to give out points during football games. 38-31 here, Montreal over the Argos just starting the fourth quarter. OUA 43-40 final, Ottawa beats Windsor. 41-13, Laurier beats Carlton. 41-13, Queens beats Toronto. 40 40 burgers all over the
2: place. Yes, the theme of the the day. Uh, High-scoring games, love it. Love it as an offensive guy. There's nothing better (laughs) than teams getting into the 30s, into the 40s. We'll see what the fourth quarter has in store for us here.
1: Argos would like to get at least 38 after this drive. They've got a first down at the Alouette. 16-yard line to start the fourth quarter. Kelly play action. boy a dumps it off. Tommy Neal on the cross. Check that. That's Brescian, and Juwan will take it inside the 10 get knocked out of bounds at the uh, they're going to call it the eight yard line so two to get on second down
2: there's so many things chad kelly does so well technically he just gets the ball out so quickly he's got a really nice release quick release uh we know he's got the arm strength and the accuracy it's the only thing we've really seen from him today that we would question is there have been a couple of decisions that you maybe would rather he didn't make but that's what you often get from inexperienced quarterbacks and at least he's given his guys a chance though so well, there's, that's there's also, that
1: that's also what makes chad kelly chad right, kelly right, right. that riverboat i'm gonna try it you know, <laughs> damn it it's gonna work a little bit of his uncle jim in him on that one second down and two to go out of a boy gets hit on the backfield at the 10 yard line he'll lose a couple of yards as he got stood up big time as Thomas Costigan, his old teammate at Bryant, goes in and reintroduces himself.
2: Yeah, Costigan came through pretty much untouched on that. And it's unfortunate they had such a nice ground game going out of Bavoye with positive yardage uh, every time he touched the football pretty much. And, And this time when they really needed that two yards, they've set themselves back. But I think they might be going for it here. They
1: are. They leave Kelly and company out on the field. He looks things over. It's third and four from the 10. Quick hitter far side. He's got a man right at the numbers. And the ball comes out. It's still on the ground. I think the Argos got it, but it will be an interesting call here. Yeah, they're not going to end up picking
2: this first down up. They had it based on the spot. The referee initially was spotting it about a yard beyond the first down marker, but then during the tackle, the ball came free. But forward progress, that's the question yeah.
0: here. The field is an
1: pass. Oh, okay. Well, on, well, that down makes down that down easy. Down it's Montreal. an incomplete turnover on downs at the 10-yard line.
2: Yeah, that gets them out of having to make a difficult decision also.
1: Yes. But... The Argonauts stop for the second time on downs. And third turnover on the afternoon. They've been good this year, plus plus eight or plus nine, plus nine heading into this game. Third in the CFL and plus minus.
2: Just seeing the replay, I I do think that is actually the correct call. Tommy Neal had it high, and it was sort of wrestled free of him. But it's unfortunate because it was a nice play from Chad Kelly. Nice positioning from Neal to use his body, but couldn't come down with it.
1: And now Alexander's gonna roll out. He's gonna get hit in the end zone safety. No the ball comes out. Is that gonna be a No, they're gonna call it an incomplete pass. In the end zone is gonna be a safety, I would assume.
2: This is gonna have to be a safety. He this is this is grounding in the end zone. I don't yes. know why that wasn't blown dead to start with though.
1: Here's Dave Foxcroft. It's gotta be intentional grounding in the end zone. Yeah. And he's going to talk to the eye in the sky. What's the call? There's been no indication whatsoever from the official. They didn't make a play, a call on the field.
0: We have intentional grounding. Montreal number 17. Safety.
1: There we go. Two points for the Argos. You cannot do that from the end zone. And the Argos are going to score two more and get the ball back. It's 38-33. So they don't go for the field goal, but they get two out of three, which ain't bad.
2: Yeah, and it's very similar to the play that we saw last week. There was another kind of controversial call in the end zone last week where at that time it was Trevor Harris who was maybe trying to throw the ball away, maybe trying to get it to William Stanbeck, and he got taken down in the end
1: zone as well. And TV missed the play. Oh, we've got a a timeout. We've got to take the timeout. I'll be quick. Argos Trail 38-33. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. So a meeting at the quarterback in the end zone forces Davis Alexander to try and throw it away. And, well, you can't do that from the end zone when there's no receiver around. So it's two points for intentional grounding from the end zone. It's a safety. The Argos close the gap to 38-33. And now we'll get the benefit of the Alouettes having to kick off after the safety from their own 20. My name is Mike Hogan. Ben Grant is here. Luka Moy is our engineer down here at BMO Field. Owen Hall is back at our TSN studios. Beautiful day. We're glad to be with you today because it's a perfect day for football in late October. And if you want to come to the Eastern Final on the 13th of November, Argonauts.ca for tickets. Kickoff is high, not that deep, and it's going to be Jeremiah Hale. Hey, Let's it get behind him. He slipped. And he's going to go all the way back to the 10-yard line, picks it up, and flags all over the place. And he's going to go down to the 13-yard line. So after the spectacular touchdown run to open the third quarter, that one didn't go so well. No, he just lost his feet right at the last
2: second. He was just taking little adjustment steps. I don't know if he stood on a lace or stood on his other shoe. It looked like something
1: like that. During
0: the return, holding Toronto number 95. Half the distance to goal. First down, Toronto.
1: So that's not good either. No, as there's... Brandon Barlow, who has played so well for the Argos this year, one of the unheralded guys, takes the penalty, so it's going to go all the way back to the five-yard line. So the Argos are staring at a 105-yard field all of a sudden.
2: Yeah, it looked like a few guys could have been called for holding on that. It, all it takes is something to mess up the timing in a play like that, and suddenly everyone's off script, and who knows what can happen. They're lucky to get the ball back, though.
1: You know, after uh, kicking off from your own 20... That's not where I expected the field position to be Quick hitter out across the 10 to the 11 yard line And Chad Kelly is still in a quarterback For the Argos He hits Dejon Brissette across the 10 to the 13 So they got about two or three to get here on second down. This happened
2: a little bit last year with Antonio Pipkin and Cole McDonald. The plan was to get Cole McDonald in for the full fourth quarter, but the game was sort of on the line. They wanted to see Pipkin handle the situation, and here's what we've got now. Argos within a a touchdown of taking the lead. Let's see what Chad Kelly can do.
1: Five catches, 63 yards for Brissette. Montreal shows pressure from deep. They have seven on the line of scrimmage. They send six. It's a pass to the near side, knocked down. As He's looking for Haddell, Defender came over the top. Did they go offside, or did they cause somebody to jump? Looks like it's against the Argos. Oh, well, Mr. Foxcroft. What are the officials seeing down on the field? Dave.
0: Offside, Toronto, number 11. The penalty's declined to be
2: third down.
1: Juwan Breskison.
2: That's about as aggressive as we've seen Montreal. They sent everybody there. It was cover zero. Chad Kelly just trying to get it out to somebody. Uh, it wasn't complete, but I think all of that pressure threw off the timing a little bit from the line, and that's why Jawan Breskison was a little bit offside.
1: Well, they did have time to completely reset. Mm-hmm. And now we get the interesting aspect of Haggerty kicking from or standing in his end zone where it's an artificial surface as opposed to the natural grass. We'll see where he gets it away and he'll kick it from the two-yard line it's a high one that's going to corkscrew down at midfield to worthy at his own 53 started right comes back left and it's Brissett downfield to start the tackle and it's cleaned up nicely as coming up to finish things off was eric sutton another draft pick from 2022 all the way back to the the 50-yard line
0: holding montreal number 34 10-yard penalty first down montreal
1: so a holding call against the Alouettes makes it even better for the Argos. So they flip the field.
2: This couldn't have worked out better for the Argos. Just when I was thinking, I wonder if Coach Dinwiddie would take a safety here because they have that sort of two points to work with. They're way back in their own end. If it were at all a windy day, they might have. But, yeah, this, this couldn't have worked out better. Brissett made a, a huge play downfield to wrap up the returner. And now Montreal, they're from going, they're looking at uh, positive field position, are now at their own 43.
1: First down and 10. Argonauts wearing all dark blue. Alouette's all in white except for the blue helmet. Running play. And it's going to be out to the 50-yard line. And Fayette, I believe, was there to make the tackle. It was. 38-33. Aloit's lead. 10-43 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Clock moving
2: the Argos d-line is starting to look a little bit tired and we talked about this potentially being a problem with with it's not so much the d-linemen that are getting a lot of special team snaps but a lot of these guys haven't been playing full games certainly i don't actually i don't think any of these guys have really been playing full games they've been in in spot rotation or not playing at all and it's starting to show right now
1: three yards to get on second out as the alouettes will put it in play from their own 50 ball on the left hash mark alouettes moving right to left And a flag goes down, and it was that a time count. Now we got a procedure again.
0: Procedure, Montreal number 60.
1: Patrick Davis out of Syracuse. Looked
2: like the Argos were sending some heat on that play as well, so he may have just been a little bit anxious to get out of his stance.
1: Orange had a tough loss last week. A couple of high-profile Canadians on that team.
2: Yeah, that would have been a big one for them. They
1: were ranked 14, I think, yeah. going into that game. It'll almost be number five, Clemson. Yeah. Number four, Clemson. Second down, eight to go from their old 45-yard line. The five-yard penalty hurts. How much, we'll find out on this play. Alexander comes to the near side, curl pattern caught. And it's kaya with the catch-up to midfield and a couple more. And like Boris Bede, Boris Bede, a French na- native of France, played his college ball at Montreal. You can see on that play
2: just the lack of familiarity with each other. You've got so many guys out here in the secondary that aren't always used to seeing each other in the spots that they're in right now. And that was just a cover three play, but they just didn't tighten up around the receivers. So receivers sat in space, sat in zones, in between zones, and and they were able to make a play.
1: Three receivers to the right as they put the ball in play from the left hash mark. Alexander back to pass under pressure. He throws it just as he was hit. Fayad wants in the grasp. But not going to get it. But very big pressure down the middle. It's an incomplete pass in a second and ten. Yeah, another
2: secondary blitz from Toronto. They've sent a few of these today. I like that kind of play, calling. D- DB blitzes are my favorite kind of blitzes because they're, they're blitzes that quarterbacks aren't expecting, especially when they're coming from the blind side like that. And they were able to get a, a lot of heat. And that, that came very close to being another ball that could have been picked off, could have been tipped, who knows. And that could really have changed the, the ballgame.
1: Fayad signed here is a late cut of the Philadelphia Eagles in camp. And he is so quick on his first step. Three receivers to the right, second down and ten. Alexander back to press, Pressure from deep. And he's going to throw it to the far sideline. He has Bill Pott who will get the first down, spinning his way to the 40 to the 39.
2: It's such, a, it's such a problem for a secondary when they know that a blitz is coming. It sort of sets up their expectation for how long they have coverage for and how they're going to play their zones. And there, Toronto sent a lot of heat, but it got picked up very well by the Montreal offensive line and backs. Uh, and in that case, they, they just couldn't cover with that style for that long. And that's, that's uh, ultimately what led to the completion.
1: Tight end to the right side for the Aloe. First down from the Argo 39. Ball on the right hash mark. Argo's at a 40 front. Anthony stands behind Alexander, gets the walk, takes it out, right side, down to the 35. He'll spin his way for four.
2: Still a lot of time left in this. Montreal would really like to get away with at least a field goal on this possession to open up that uh, touchdown plus lead again. But that's going to be the Argo's motivation here is to try and keep this, not just a one score game. Well, uh, I-, I think trying to keep it at five is ideal because then you can win it with a touchdown but they can't let Montreal get any closer because they're already in field goal range.
1: 38-33, Alouette's lead, seven and a half minutes remaining exactly here in quarter number four. Alouette's facing a second down and six from the 35-yard line. Right hash mark, two in the backfield with Alexander. Low snap, it rolled back to him. He picks it up, and there's nobody here on the near side. He's going to roll to the left and will put the ball forward and should have the first down and does down to the 27-yard line. Yikes.
2: It's funny that the low snap might have saved him a little bit because the defensive line, they see that low snap. They see the ball bouncing around. And that's what ended up uh, leading to the contain. Ali Fayed takes an inside path there instead of sticking to his contain responsibilities. And the quarterback's able to escape and, uh, and pick up a first down.
1: Samino Conte Wariso comes in. Haven't seen much of him today. Argo's second pick in the global draft this year. Born, raised, learned his football in England. Played for the British national team. He's lined up at right end for the Argonauts on this first and ten. Alexander back to pass. He's going to go hard over the middle. It's intercepted by Jonathan Jones. He'll take it back up with a 21-yard line. His second pick against the Alouettes in as many weeks. The Argos have the ball. They dodge a bullet. They've got it first and ten with 6.50 remaining in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Jack Richardson had an interception. Now Jonathan Jones has one. Argos dodge the bullet, 38-33, as they make a big play. Mike Hogan and Ben Grant, with you. I talked to to Jonathan this week for a story that's up. I think it got up on Thursday on Argonauts.ca, and I said, "What part of your game is improved? Like you you come to Canada from Toledo and Notre Dame and Florida, like what do you see that's going to work?" And he goes, "I think I'm really getting better at coverage." Ta-da.
2: Yeah, he absolutely is. He was pretty good in coverage at, at Toledo anyway, but just you saw in that play, he's, he's fanning out into coverage. Uh, he's reading the quarterback's eyes. Quarterback doesn't see him at all, and he just finds finds that exact spot. Gets in between the quarterback and the receiver, makes a play. Uh, yeah, two in two weeks is pretty good.
1: And again, no sacks for the Argos today. They had five last week, but boy, they've had pressures.
2: Oh, they've been <laughs> close on so many occasions. And you kind of have to count the safety as as a sack in a way, too, because
1: that's what led to it. And Chad Kelly's still in the game for the Argos They run a bunch formation to the near side and flags again, which is not good for the offense Or did they not reset the 22nd clock? Because it's still a 20. Did that flag just come out?
2: And just,
1: just gonna redo this Yeah, no penalty on the play The 22nd clock wasn't moving that was the problem it is now As is the game clock, 6.45 remaining. Our find themselves down 38-33. They've got a first down of their own 21-yard line moving from left to right. Ball on the left hash mark. Javon Leak is in the backfield. He's going to duck out of the backfield now. Kelly's going to run up the middle. He's got some room to run. He'll get to the 25, get popped hard. And is he going to get up? Yes, he is. Oh, boy. That was like two rams at the top of a mountain. Was that Mike Moore hit him? Holy smokes.
2: Yeah, he took a lot of contact. That looked a lot like the draw play that Montreal ran where he had action going to the outside to take the backer, but I don't think that was the design on that play. I think he was actually looking for a receiver and then saw everything open up in front of him, and he took off for a a decent gain, so now they're in a pretty favorable uh, second and and three or four situation.
1: Mark it at the 28-yard line. Leak again. Leaks out of the backfield. Knocked up in the air. Kelly tried to throw it crowd wants some sort of penalty I don't know why it was just coming clear on that play was that who was that that was Wesley Sutton coming in
2: I think what fans are upset about it I I think it looked like it might have been a face mask where Kelly got dragged to the ground but I don't think he got a piece of the face mask he grabbed him by the neck instead
1: Both coaches still have their challenge with 5.47 remaining. And out comes Haggerty for a rare punt. And Chandler Worthy standing back at his own 36. 5.39 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Owls by five at 38.33. Some pressure. Haggerty a high kick that's going to hit at the 50 and turn left and go out of bounds. So a decent kick. From the Aussie and the Alouettes will take over at their own 49, leading by five, with 528 remaining in quarter four. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Mike Hogan and Ben Grant with you from BMO Field. Five and a half left in the fourth quarter. Alouettes leading the Argos by five at 3833. Some nice compliments for the broadcast coming in via Twitter. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Terry. They're all excited that you're on the radio.
2: i'm excited too
1: are you having fun yeah no having
2: a great time i'd love to be here
1: We're We're football how could it not be fun
2: exactly this is this is
1: what i'd probably be
2: doing socially anyway so there you go
1: (laughs) (laughs) you said all we need here is the beer yeah right that's the only thing that's what watching doing play-by-play is because you do all the study beforehand and then it's okay we're watching the game we're talking about the game and having a soft drink instead one thing i want to point out here is i
2: just noticed that montreal has their cleat board game going here they're one of the few teams that actually brings in enough cleat boards most teams just not used to play on grass they bring in one for the entire team montreal
1: is the only team i've seen with with a number of them this is why we brought you in here today <laughs> yeah. for observations like that now the 49 yard line it's a first down and they are going to go to the ground game fletcher gets a rare carry and Well, it didn't go so well. He tried to kick it out to the right side and ran to a a, a bevy of blue shirts, and it'll be second down and ten.
2: Yeah, Kassar and Fayed were both in on that. Fayed Fayed had had an amazing collegiate career. And you're seeing why. Uh, just the, the speed for a guy that size. They have so many, and, and I guess that isn't too surprising on a professional football team. You'd see this, but it still amazes me when you see guys the size that these guys are who have the foot speed that they do. Even guys like, like Enoch Penny Lawyer, who, you know, yeah. he's, he's, not, he's not like a mountain of a man, but he's a, he's a big human being, and yet he's one of the fastest people you'll ever see.
1: And he had like 40 inch vertical at the combine. Like, he won the combine. Oh, yeah. And it's funny, the guy with maybe the biggest drop in draft status was Eric Sutton, and he's had a couple of nice plays for the Argos today. Lucky to get him where they did. Second down and 10 on the 49, and over the middle he's got Philpot again for the first down. Down to the Argos 50.
2: Yeah, it was just another blitz that came a bit too late. Argos going cover zero. They sent Haggerty from the safety spot late. Everyone else was coming up front. And the thing is, if Haggerty leaves a little bit earlier, he's able to run clean through. But the timing was just a bit late, so quarterback's able to to get the ball out.
1: I'm amazed there aren't 50 knockdowns in every game. That was all, I don't know how that got, I don't know which defender had his hand up, but I don't know how that didn't get swatted down. It may have been action pong. First down to the Argo 49, clock moving at 434. Hand off. And it's Anthony in a running back, and he gets filled. In. Kassar in to help, the first man on the spot. Try and see a number on that. Did you see who that was first?
2: No, I didn't see who got in there first. I was watching the, the secondary. I'm
1: not surprised. It's Achampong. So it'll be second down as we get Brampton and Mississauga showing some love for one another. Kassar yeah. from Mississauga, Achampong from Brampton.
2: Yeah, uh, you have um, Cardinal Ambrosic for Atchampong and Lone Park Secondary for Jack Kassar, both uh, Ropsa Ropsa
1: football programs. Before he went to Canada Prep in Niagara Falls. Yep. Seven to get on second down from the Argo 46-yard line. Two in the backfield this time. Alexander's going to drop back, comes to the near side on the curl, and it's caught at the 35-yard line, which will be good for the first down. And once again, on the catch is Cole Speaker, out of Wisconsin Lacrosse. He was a two-time, a four-time conference all-star. He he was the WIAC Offensive Player of the Year. Played in the Spring League, the disaster that that was, that became the USFL. I wanted to see a
2: little better from Priester on that play. He had a chance. He didn't use his hands. He just ended up body checking, which is... You sometimes see that from Canadian players, but, yeah, Priester had a, a chance to knock that ball away.
1: First and 10 of the 35, last play before the three-minute warning. It's a dump pass out to Antwi to the right side, who will fall forward to the 30-yard line and get five yards when it looked like he was going to lose his balance five yards further back. And we've hit the three-minute warning. Montreal 38, Toronto 33. Can the Argos hold and come back? Find out next if you're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 2.53 remaining in the fourth quarter as people field rocks to Ben Grant's favorite song, Sweet Caroline. I don't mind the song. I
2: am done with it at sporting events <laughs> that don't involve the Boston Red Sox.
1: And was it them first or was it the New York Rangers in hockey?
2: I don't know, but it wasn't us. <laughs> and so wherever it gets played, I you know fans love it, though. Nobody loves Sweet Caroline more than a stadium da, full of da, da,
1: fans. So the Alouettes facing a second down and five from the 30-yard line. Davis Alexander so far is 7 of 12 for 82 yards, no touchdowns and a pick. Dominic Davis was remarkably 13 of 14, 93% (laughs) completion rate, 166 yards and a half, a couple of touchdowns and a pick that really wasn't his fault. Second down and five from the 30-yard line. Alexander looks things over. He's got three receivers to the near side of the ball on the right hash mark. Elowitz moving from right to left. Argo sent pressure. Turns out to be a screen to the near side to Philpott, who will get the first down inside the 25 to the 23. He's had a nice day today.
2: Yeah, and that one was all on Philpott. They had him stop short of the first down, but he just got that sort of out-of-a-boy-style leg drive and pushed for an extra three or four. This has got to be where the Argos defense step up. They're running out of real estate here. They need to hold Montreal to a field goal. A turnover would be better, but you can't allow a touchdown here.
1: A field goal, it's an eight-point deficit. They get an opportunity to drive the field. And I assume it will still be Chad Kelly in, as he's given no indication he's going to come out. First down at the 23-yard line, running play. And a big hole for Anthony, who takes it inside the 10 and coughs it up! Ben Grant called for the turnover, and I think he got it. The flag comes out. And from the way they're marking the football, it's going to be Toronto ball, and it is Toronto ball. You're good, you. Yeah. That kind of scares me a little <laughs> bit, but you're good, you.
2: Yeah, if only all my lottery picks worked out the same way.
1: And we'll see what the post turnover foul is, but it is going to be Toronto ball, and Chad Kelly's already out on the field clapping his hands. What's the call, Mr. Foxcroft?
0: After the fumble and recovery by Toronto, we have player misconduct fouls. Number 9, Toronto, and number 60, Montreal. It'll be a first down, Toronto.
1: That's Mechie taking on the offensive lineman, Patrick Davis. Royce Mechie with the penalty for the Argos. So it will be marked at the Argos 4. So it's a touchdown for the lead. And we'll see... If Chad Kelly can duplicate what McCloud bethel Thompson did in Montreal, a late drive to take the lead or win the game, or if he can pull out a 109 yard drive like Mac did, he only has 106 to go. He said, tongue firmly in cheek. Montreal brings pressure, and Kelly drops the football. Flag comes out. Argos had the first shot at the football. And uh, who ended up recovering it? I guess the Argos fell on it. It'll be second down, but what's the penalty? Did you see anything? Was it a hold in the end zone, or was it a did somebody grab something?
2: Yeah, I didn't see either. I was looking downfield on that play, but just watching the replay, it looked like the ball got swatted free. So, Holding yeah.
1: it. Toronto number
0: 21. Uh oh. Illegal contact on a receiver. Montreal number oh. 37.
1: Repeat. First down. Oh, that's
2: a break. Yeah, that worked out very well for the Argos because that ball just got swatted free. Going back to that turnover, uh, Haggerty was the one that caused that turnover. Antwee carrying that ball, uh, pretty carefree down towards the end zone. Haggerty came in with his with his helmet, and knocked that ball free. Uh, he could learn a lesson probably from AJ Olet from the Edmonton game carrying <laughs> the ball with two hands close to the end zone.
1: First down. Quick hitter Kelly to the ten yard line. It is complete. So they'll get six yards and a little bit of breathing room. And it was Haddell again with the catch.
2: That's not the first time that Kelly has caught a corner off guard with that rocket throw to the outside on a hook. They're just not expecting it to get in that fast.
1: Flag down, and it's knocked down to the line of scrimmage. We'll see what the flag is here. Going to be against Montreal, but what's the call, Mr. Foxcroft? He's getting a lot of Mike's getting more Mike time than we are. Flag thrown about ten yards from the line of scrimmage in the Montreal secondary. They move it up to the twenty-yard line. Too
0: many players, Montreal. Oh. It's a 10 yard
1: penalty. Usually, you see front. three flags come out on that. we only saw from the near side that's interesting i don't think danny mcchoge is really happy about that first down from the argo 20 after all is said and done kelly now is going to step up and he's going to fake the throw and take it out to the 25 yard line for a gain of five with a minute 38 left the clock will stop until they set the ball hurry up offense for the argos they're down five with a minute 38 left they need the touchdown obviously
2: he had Dejan Brissett on that one. It's, it's tough to fault the quarterback. He's just seeing you know, things open up in front of him and, and ran for the first, or tried to run for the first down.
1: Second down, snaps a little high. Kelly reads it, dumps it out. It's a screen pass for out of a who gets taken down to the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard behind it. And on third down and six, the Argos are gonna have to go for it. And Toronto's gonna call a timeout. Talk this over and stop the clock. Timeout Toronto. Reminder, Eastern final time. tickets are going to go on... Well, they're on sale now. Game goes here. BMO Field, November 30th. It's a 1 o'clock game. Or number, <laughs> November 13th. 1 o'clock game, Sunday afternoon. $3 hot dogs. Where are you going to get a beer for $7 at a sporting event? Like, seriously.
2: Yeah, no, beer, beer and hot dog prices here are great. Entertainment value is great. If you have the opportunity and the means to do so... You've got to come out here for that for that game at BMO Field. It's a fantastic place to watch a football game and it is it's it's gonna be humming.
1: Twenty-five bucks to sit in the end zone. You can sit at midfield roughly the thirty-five-yard line for sixty-five bucks. Yeah. Great season. Argonauts.ca. Third down and five. Kelly gets through it, and he's got Brestkisson for the first down. Caught it at the 29. Got a step, took it to the 31. Needed five, got six. First down with a minute twenty-one left clock stops as they move the sticks.
2: And he's had those hook reds all day long because of that that ball velocity. He's, he's so fast. His trigger's so quick. Uh, those have been automatic.
1: First down at the 31-yard line. Argos moving left to right. Kelly under pressure rolling out. He's going to throw a jump ball to the near side. Did he get it in the line of scrimmage? Yes, it will be incomplete. He threw it out of bounds when the play broke down as the Alouettes brought pressure. And with a minute and 10, the clock stops. Alouettes lead by five. Argos need to find the end zone.
2: I love that Montreal is gambling here. They went cover zero. Uh, that can sometimes <laughs> burn you. Cover zero is, is bold in this stage of the game.
1: Noel Forbes rolling the dice. He's done this before. He, he knows what he wants to show the Argonauts for a week from now as well. Second down, 10 to go. Own 31, right hash mark, moving from left to right. Kelly has some time. Flushed out of the pocket now. Throws to the far sideline. What a catch! No! Tommy Neal stuck a mid-up and tried to bring it down. It would have been a short gain, but it's an incomplete pass which stops the clock, and the Argos have a third and ten from their own 31 with a minute three left.
2: Yeah, Montreal only sending four that time. Coverage was great downfield. There was just nobody open, and Kelly trying to buy some time really couldn't because they were doing a nice job containing him, and so that pocket slowly started to close, and he had to
1: get rid of it. So the Owls are going to put three up on the line to start going to the Calgary playbook. Now they're going to put five on the line. I assume Now they're going to put seven on the line and bring eight. And Kelly's going to go across the middle. It's knocked up in the air and knocked down. And the Alouettes are going to all but clinch that with 58 seconds left. And the Argos don't have a timeout.
2: Yeah, they went back to zero again, oh. rolling the dice. That I, I love the aggressive play call. It's like you have to hand it to Montreal. They were they were bringing everything. Uh, but I loved how that set up, too. That's tough for a new offensive line that hasn't really played together before you come in with expecting a three-man rush and everyone dropping into coverage and by the time the ball snapped there are eight so yeah that uh that obviously didn't work well for the argos but again tip of the hat to montreal for that play
1: calling i love that aggressiveness so we'll see what they do if they just take an ear if they want to put a little salt in the wound getting ready for the eastern final should they be here in a couple of weeks and it looks like they're going to run a play. Interesting. Davis Alexander is going to hand off the ball, and it's going to be Anthony up the middle who drops his shoulder and takes it down to the 20-yard line with 52 seconds left. And it's going to be a first down, and now we'll see if they take a knee.
2: Yeah, on that play, that was Toronto's one chance to try and create a turnover there. Haggerty came in with all his might, basically everything, onto the onto the ball. But Anthony was carrying it a little differently this time a little bit more cautiously. I'm sure he was spoken with on the sideline after that last fumble.
1: And now the Alouettes will gather around the quarterback who is up under center. And the clock will move. 38 seconds left. Six on the play clock. It's a first down, so we'll be able to take a couple of knees, and Alexander does the first one. As now we get ready for the East. The game didn't mean anything today. It was an opportunity to evaluate some talent, so I'm sure the coaching staff got a look at what they wanted to see in a lot of instances it would have been nice though to get that 12th win i don't think
2: toronto has done that since doug flutie was the quarterback and that that might have been a nice thing but ultimately your record doesn't matter at the end of the day toronto has won great cups with terrible records great cups with amazing records ultimately it's what you do in the playoffs and we will
1: see that on the 13th as the alouettes take a knee and are going to go home with a 38-33 victory. So our next broadcast, obviously, will be two weeks from tomorrow. The Toronto Argonauts will be hosting, question mark, either Montreal for the third straight game, or they will be playing the Ticats for the sixth game this season. Uh, Either way, the Argos get another week off now to rest and start looking at film, which they've probably been doing nonstop anyway. Uh, since they found out that uh, they would be hosting the Eastern Final and getting ready for the Alouettes or getting ready for the Ticats. Probably doing some self-scouting as well this week just to make sure nobody's tipping anything. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Did you have fun today? I had a great time.
2: Thanks so much for having me up here, Hoagie. It was, uh, it was, it was fun to call the game and uh, a, a pleasure doing it alongside you.
1: Um, one more time, tell us about the website.
2: Uh, you can find all my stuff at XsandArgos.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ben double underscore Grant, or you can follow at XsandArgos. And, Argos.
1: and uh, we thank you for keeping JB in check. That's, that's the main job you do?
2: It's a full-time job, but uh, <laughs> yeah, someone's got to do it. May as well be me.
1: Well, for Ben and the entire crew, thank you so much for listening. Argonauts.ca. We want to see this park packed against either the Alouettes or the TyCats in a couple of weeks. So thank you for listening, and good afternoon from Fimo Field.